0: Hey, good morning, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Avoiding Broke podcast with me, Jermaine. Um, You can probably see outside, we have got a beautiful, beautiful day here um, in Greater London. Unfortunately, it means our light levels may be a little bit out, but hey-ho, we'll work with it. So guys, today, what I really want to spend some time talking to you about is high-performance habits. So one of the things that you'll see on Avoiding Broke is we often talk to you about elements of mindset, or important elements of money. But of course, the way we think about it is that everything that you do with your mind impacts all of your decisions. It impacts how you invest, it impacts how you get into different um, communications, how you get into different negotiations, the decisions that you make, and everything around it. And of course, what it helps you do is deal with the realities of life as well. So for example, this morning, I've got Theo here with me. He's just at the other end of the table. So we're making sure we look after him. Leanne's upstairs in bed not feeling too great. So it's making sure we look after her, making sure I can be a dad as well as an investor, as well as a colleague, as well as a friend and everything else in between. So there are certain habits that support that kind of delivery, support that kind of output on a regular basis. Really important to be aware of them, guys, and it's going to help everything that you're doing. So the first thing is to make sure you're looking after your sleep pattern. Really important generally. And it doesn't necessarily mean you've got to always stick to conventional timings. In fact, not many people do. But one of the things that high performers really appreciate is the importance of getting enough sleep for your body. And that can change. So for younger people, you might frankly be better off getting just three to four hours a night sleep. You might be able to function quite well. But actually, over time, that can sometimes shift. And it's important that you shift with it. Um, Really essential. I found for myself even, I used to be really good and productive on four to five hours sleep. But actually, as I've got a bit older and as I've got a a, a youngster here, I kind of need that more six to seven hours to really be at my best. Um, Fundamentally important. It's one that you should always remember. I think secondly, is making sure you then take care of the time that you wake up. Um, One of the things that is undoubtedly valuable is to realise that most people can get incredible productivity in the very early hours of the day before everybody else wakes up. And there's a big delta for you to be able to take advantage of, guys. So if you think about top performance, you're often either working really late or working really early. Um, it gives you a massive edge because you don't have all the distractions of the day and it lets you focus in on those activities that are most important. But I think what's really key about the early morning, and it's one thing that I've kind of sussed a bit more recently, is that when you work in the early morning, you have effectively got a platform to build into a longer day and you've got the option of working late at night. So there have been times where I've done kind of a 24-hour day, but it's only been able to happen because I've started early Push through the day with the momentum of the morning and then rolled through the night. Whereas sometimes if you start your big push um, late at night, it's very difficult for you to then kind of take the momentum into the day because you're already pretty tired. It may seem a bit strange to some guys, but honestly, waking up at that kind of five or six o'clock kind of hour, but waking up with the intention of working brings it brings a benefit. And I think everything then you do in between, guys, everything about how you manage your day, it needs to be massively focused on things that really matter. One of the things that we can all make a mistake on, I think, and we've got to just track this pretty carefully, is we can put a lot of energy and attention on decisions that they're really not that important. Like they may need to be made and perhaps the decisions can influence certain things that you're interested in. But it doesn't really change the game you're playing, and really you want to be putting your energy onto those big game-changing decisions. And I think the minute you start to actually even write it down I did this on a whiteboard that we've got in the kitchen I wrote down a list of different things that we're doing and really tried to put a marker against those which change the game for us. And the way I decided to defined game changing was it had to impact Theo's well-being. It had to impact our or it had to impact our health and well-being, or it had to have potential to help us achieve our big goals. And we've got some big goals, and it had to have clear alignment to those big goals. If the items that I was writing down didn't really clearly fall into one of those buckets, it just wasn't that important. And you know, guys, what that really helped me do. Was focus on the really important things and it just took a lot of pressure away. Because stop beating myself up so much about small decisions, just focus on the big ones. And quite often, the small decisions they do kind of take care of themselves, or you maybe kind of deprioritize them and you put your attention on them a little bit later. But that prioritization is absolutely critical. And just to give you a few examples, so I can tell you for free, guys, we've had to use the kind of model of going to bed at a decent time with that regularity and waking up early. We've had to use it in a few different transactions. Um, there have been a few investment decisions that I've made recently as well, which frankly, they have been forged on the back of that sleep routine combined with some really good daytime meditation. It's a really important fourth element, actually, guys, worth, worth bringing in. So alongside when you go to bed, when you rise... And the type of routines that you... And the type of um, prioritisation that you have is daytime meditation. In-day meditation. It doesn't have to be much. Even if it is just stopping. Literally for the intention of one minute of just breathing without any thoughts flowing through your head. That compromises in-day meditation. And it is supremely, supremely beneficial to get your head straight... And to work your way through any challenges you have and to prepare for challenges that may be coming and some of the best decisions that we've made recently and guys i mean these have really been significant benefit uh, they've added significant benefit for us have been on the back of that kind of in day stopping and recalibration and they're tools that you don't learn in school they're tools that when you have normal conversation they don't necessarily come up But the reality of getting that extra performance from yourself is that these are the kind of tools that genuinely offer that different sized benefit. So, guys, make sure you're paying attention to these things and make sure you're giving yourself a chance to really look and say, how am I being um, impacted by my current decisions? How am I managing my sleep? How am I managing when I wake up? And if I choose to get into a really good early rising routine, that's going to let me get a good benefit on the day. How am I choosing to prioritize the activities that I've got? Am I really clear on what those kind of two or three big things are that thing that all my activities need to align to? And if they don't align, I deprioritize. And how am I getting control of my mind in day to make sure I'm getting good performance throughout the day? So not just at the beginning or the end, but you've got a way of making sure you are performing at a good level throughout the day and keeping your emotions in check. Guys, these are really, really important things to consider. What we're seeing right now on a macro level is, for example, big proposals for capital gains tax increases in America, which is huge. Um, It could impact a lot of the investing community. And of course, it's really had a, a pretty bad reaction for a lot of people. In order to optimise the decisions you're making and to really make sure you are thinking clearly about whether or not you continue to hold your assets or whether or not you um, liquidate your positions whilst the tax levels are still quite low, it's important to have a clear mind. And it's important to understand what your long term game is, because whatever you're looking to do in the long term, you have to try and make the best decision for that right now. In the UK, we're seeing kind of some more positive signs of economic recovery, but we're still seeing a very depressed economy in many sectors. Um, We're still seeing unemployment levels are ratcheting up and they're hitting those people below 35 disproportionately. And we're still seeing quite a lot of uncertainty about what the economic outlook for most asset classes really looks like. I think it's only maybe property that looks kind of moderately promising So there's still quite a lot of question marks there. And it's a same in the States. Um, And then, of course, we're seeing on a macro level um, increasing cases in the Middle East, in Asia. And so as this happens, there's a ripple effect that comes across the waters. And so we in other economies are are potentially going to start feeling the impact. So, guys, there's still a lot of global uncertainty about where we are um, in light of this whole COVID situation, There's still a lot of uncertainty about how you're going to look after your money and what is going to give you the best prospects. And so it's massively important, guys, to always remember this link between your mindset and your money and be really clear on these high performance habits that can help you get the best outcomes. All right, guys. Super to spend time with you. I've got to go and have a chat with my little boy. He's um He's been sitting over there so patiently, relaxing, watching daddy do his podcast. So Theo's over there taking his notes and making sure he's got his high performance habits. Hope you have a lovely weekend. Enjoy some good weather. Enjoy some good food, celebration, family time, good health, and I'll see you next week. Okay, until then, guys, you take care of yourselves and have a really, really fantastic Sunday. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> listening we really hope you enjoyed that episode we'd love to hear from you especially any feedback that you have so please do get in touch the easiest way is on linkedin instagram facebook or on twitter and guys the the ideas that we cover in this podcast um are are based on fundamentals that we've been spending time on and covering a book called avoiding broke uh, which is available on amazon and crucially for us we are continuously learning um so please as leanne says do send your feedback in uh, share with us any ideas that you have any comments questions and we would love for you to be part of this great journey that we're on um to improve our financial education and improve our financial life